Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I am your host, Jeffrey Peck. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your direct messages and your emails. I love to receive your feedback, you guys, your messages saying thank you and encouraging me to keep going, keep going, that that the shows are really hitting you and inspiring you and helping you to gain clarity and inspiration. I just, I love that. I love that more than anything. That is absolutely why I'm doing this. And please reach out if you ever want to, if you ever have any questions, if you ever want to refer another um, psychic or medium or practitioner, healer, energy worker, um, whatever, you know, it's all spiritual. Let's talk about it. (laughs) So, um, you know what I want to introduce to, oh, wait, hold on. How was everybody's Halloween? Okay. That was a fun weekend. You know, I have not been, uh, I, I haven't dressed up for like 30 years and I really don't know why, but I just haven't. And we dressed up this year for the first time in like 30 years, I think. And my partner and I went as Coco. I was uh, Miguel. And he was uh, Hector, and we won third place. We won third place in the Halloween contest, which was fun and unexpected. Uh, But Evan lobbied. He was a lobbyer (laughs) getting people to vote for us. So anyway, good times, good times. I hope you guys had a great weekend, a safe weekend. And look, right around the corner, next stop, Thanksgiving. Here we go. But today, I would like to introduce to you my new friend, Karen Gabler. Oh my goodness, you guys, she is so beautiful. She is a light. She is an inspiration. Karen is an intuitive mentor. She's a psychic medium whose passion and calling is to help people connect with their higher souls, receive inspiration and assistance from their guides and helpers, and connect with their loved ones in spirit. She is a prolific public speaker, teacher, and best-selling author. Her services include intuitive mentoring, soul readings, and mediumship, all designed to help people hone their intuitive awareness and build their confidence, self-esteem, and happiness. So, you guys, I had a reading with Karen probably three weeks ago, and I've usually been one to have one once a year. I will see one of my trusted colleagues that... Uh, towards the end of the year, usually in October. And, you know, I always want to, it's always good to get a tune-up, kind of get a little bit of clarification and validation and affirmation about, you know, where I am, what I'm feeling tuned into, what I feel like I'm doing next, what's coming down the pike, what my next, maybe, you know, spirit's been pinging me on this idea to do this or that or whatever. And and, uh, so to hear that from somebody else tapping into my soul and my energetic field is really, it's really helpful. I highly recommend that. She is amazing. Um, You know, the soul assessment, she calls them soul readings. I call them soul assessments, same thing. And they're probably one of my favorite readings to do because they're just so, they're so helpful. Well, you know, they're all helpful. Mediumship readings, my gosh. I mean, you've, you've heard me talk about those a thousand times. Um, yeah, there it's it, it's awesome. So Karen, highly recommended. 
Um, she's even an attorney, you guys. She's an attorney by day. So, I mean, talk about um, using her left brain during the day, her right brain when she's doing this. It's really awesome. You're going to love this conversation. There are a lot of nuggets. I put it out on YouTube last week, and I've been receiving a lot of emails and direct messages. Thank you guys for that. Uh, talking about just how many, the nuggets that have really been um, bringing uh, extra clarity to people just in our conversation. And I've had quite a few people saying how they, it's like, it's just like listening to two friends have a phone call, you know, conversation just in a phone call. So anyway, please enjoy this episode with Karen Gabler. You can reach her at karengabler.com. Again, I am Jeffrey Peck, and this is Something Super Spiritual. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Karen Gabler. Jeffrey, hello. Welcome to something super spiritual. <laughs> Thank you. I'm oh, really so, pleased. I'm so glad to have you here. You guys, Karen is one of my newest best friends. Uh, I had actually had a session with her last week that we will talk about in a little bit. Um, because I really want to highlight your your work, your uh just the way that you touch people is so huge. And you guys, for those of you that don't know Karen yet, she is an amazing teacher. She's an amazing psychic medium. She is a prolific public speaker. She has been through all of this school. I mean, you were an attorney at one point, weren't you? I still am an attorney. Yes, oh my 32 years. I mean, that's, yes. that is amazing in itself. Okay, we'll talk about that too. Um, she is a... a a published author like you, you have contributed to 12 books, short stories yeah. about like personal development, spiritual connections, yes. things like that. I mean, that yeah. you've been busy. I've been Girl, busy. Yeah. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired, Jeffrey. I'm tired. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Um, all right. Let's talk about from the beginning. So, so the, one of the questions I get more often than not from new people who know, meet me and find out what I do, like, how did you know that you were, how, has this been your entire life? Were you, did you see spirit in the crib or is this later? You know, I didn't, or I actually love answering this question because I used to be a little insecure about people who'd say, I was seeing spirit in my bedroom as a child. And I thought, well, I wasn't, what's going on? <laughs> I have no recollection of that. And I had no idea. I was actually, you know, I, I caught John Edward on his crossing over show back in, I think it was the mid nineties. Yeah watching the show, caught it, thought, well, this is absolutely remarkable. And I figured, well, there's maybe a couple people in the world that can do this. And I saw him in LA, went to one of his shows, 
he was introducing someone in the audience who was a medium in LA. And I thought, well, he doesn't even have a waiting list anymore. He's so busy, but I can find this medium in LA. Her name is Hollister Rand. Awesome medium. Hollister. Yes. Hollister. I love Hollister. Went to see her for a reading, was blown away with the information she brought through. And then I got invited to a workshop of hers. And I went to the workshop and I actually emailed her beforehand saying, I'm not a medium. I'm not trying to say I'm a medium. I just want to feel my people. She said, just come see how it goes. Went there, did some practice readings, came up with information. People were validating it. I was blown away at this feeling of someone is here talking to me. I can't see them, but I feel them. I hear them. And you're telling me, you know who it is. Blown away. And that launched it for me. That was about 10 years ago. And it launched everything, opened up everything for me. And I can see now looking back at, you know, times in my childhood when, when I was more guided than I realized, or when something was speaking to me, but I wasn't aware of it at the time. But I love talking about that because I love letting people know, I think this is available to everyone. And it's just a question of whether you nurture it. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, I say that often. Here's the thing. Fundamentally, first and foremost, we are all an eternal spiritual being. So therefore, we are all spiritually connected, whether we realize it or not. Yes. It's a question of, are we listening or are we ignoring it? Yeah. And that, you know, it happens even to professional mediums like us. There's plenty of times that I ignore the voices speaking to me and just walk in, do my own human thing. Doesn't mm-hmm. usually go very well, yeah, but true. you have to listen. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I often wonder, like, I think that lesson is a lifelong lesson that that will we'll go to the grave thinking, well, yep, I, I I didn't quite get that one. <laughs> yes, I work on that one a little more. I mean, I have moments where I will actually say to spirit, I know you've got my back. I know you're guiding me, but I just need to know if this is going to happen or I just need to go with this way. But I trust you. I know mm-hmm. you've got this. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's the human. The human is a challenge. The human is a challenge. You know, uh, <laughs> when you were talking about... um that first experience where spirit was coming through in that workshop and, and you're like blown away. You know, it, it, it's, I had chili bumps from head to toe when you were saying that, because it's the same. It's I I get it. You know, I I didn't experience it in the crib either. And in 2006, I became attuned to the Reiki and that's where my experiences, you know, the side effect for me in that first weekend was it literally ignited all the spiritual senses. Kablam. And, and, and it was, it was incredible. So then I start, you know, recognizing all of this, this newness, but, and then moving forward through, through teachers and, and, and experience and, you know, looking back. Yeah. You know, I didn't experience it through childhood, through teenage life, but looking back, I can be like, Oh, I was always a huge dreamer, huge And, and I would have what I thought were deja vus all the time, you know, but I was having pre precognitive dreams and, and touching that, that energetic space of awareness and consciousness. And, and, you know, so, so yeah, I, I was always very sensitive and now I understand why. So although I did not, you know, talk to 
great grandma and great grandpa in the crib, you know, uh, or or anybody. Now I had a, a lot more awareness as to why I was the way that I was. Yes, yes. It starts to all fill in, comes understandable. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I find really interesting about your path too is, you know, you've you've been in this career being an attorney for as long as you have. And that career is so logical and so left-brained and so reasonable, <laughs> you know, and then, and then here comes, you know, the spirit work, which there is no logic to it whatsoever. There's no right. reason there's there. And, you know, I mean, there's more when we start to fully understand our connections, but, but right. yeah, how did, how did you, how did you like reconcile the two worlds as you move forward in your evolution and development? Well, you know, I'm still reconciling, honestly. It is it is a challenge to be in your left brain and then your right brain and try to blend the two. It's interesting because in a way it informed my mediumship because I was so focused on proving the case that I had really high standards for, I need proof, I need evidence, I need to know that I'm not making this up. It was yep. very important to me to believe it before I ever tried to have somebody else believe it, because I had to be convinced that it was real. I was looking for that logical, prove that this is tangible, prove that it's real. So I think it actually helped me to keep my ethical standards very high, to keep my professional standards very high, to say, until I've honed this skill, I'm not presenting this to somebody else. I need to believe it first. But it's kind of you know, I, what I have found actually is that the mediumship work has more informed my legal work. I am much more intuitive. Uh, actually, I should say I've allowed myself to be much more intuitive in my legal work. Truth. And I, I'm an employment attorney in that day job, so to speak. And I care about the relationships. I can see where this relationship broke down. Mm -hmm. I can see what somebody needs to hear to heal and to move past a dispute. And that's, it's become really oh. my sweet spot in my mediumship oh. as well. My focus is the relationships. What did you want to say to this person? What did this person want to say to you? I get a lot of people in spirit coming through that have never come through before. I get people saying things they've never said before. And I think of it as, you know, I'm representing my client in the spirit world whose story needs to be told and they need someone to help them translate it. So it's really kind of blended beautifully. That's so awesome. Yeah. Do you, when you're, when you're working your day job, do you, do you re experience spirit with these? Like, does it, does it inform your work? Like your, your actual work when you're working with your clients, you know, and you're working with upset people and angry people and resentful, you know, because of the situations that they're in. Do you get spirit coming through with information and to help you understand? You know, I do so more now because I'm watching for it. I used to get it without realizing that's what I was going to get. Yeah. I would know things and ask things and experience things. And I thought everybody must be aware of this. You know, I, I had one example 
I had a case that I was handling for a woman who was being, she's handling a nonprofit, devoted her life, something like 35 years to this nonprofit serving the community. She was being accused of fraud, embezzlement, all these horrible things. I had three different attorneys working with her who all said she's miserable, she's awful, she's rude, she's abrasive, you cannot work with this woman. I had one meeting with her, she spouted off for about 15 minutes and I just felt immediately the pain behind it. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I can't imagine how painful this must be for you to devote your life to this work and then to be accused of doing something fraudulent. She burst into tears, she cried for an hour. It was so powerful. Walked out of there and my associates, how did you know to say that to her? And I said, I could just feel the pain. I felt it. I felt the hurt. I almost cried in that moment. It brings tears to my ears. It brings tears to my ears. It brings tears to my (laughs) eyes just hearing this. Yeah. It's just, it's that intuition of knowing what's behind it. What is somebody feeling? What is somebody, when do they need to be heard? When do they need to express? My daughter talks about everybody is just trying to keep their head above water. And if we remember that, it alters the way we interact with everybody in the world. Say they're just trying to survive. Where's the pain point? Where's the healing that needs to take place? Yeah, beautiful. Huge. I mean, huge. She was seen and heard in that moment in ways that she had not been for who knows how long. I mean, that in itself is just so beautiful and healing for her, you know? Absolutely. And that's not me being a great attorney. That's me being a great intuitive. And and a great human being. What's really going on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love that. And that's my favorite kind of reading as well. When somebody said, you know, I had one, recently where a father came through for a woman and she said that he'd been trying to come through for a couple of years and she hadn't let anybody bring him through because it wasn't a great relationship and she didn't want to hear from him and she let him come through on this day and it was a beautiful reading and he was apologizing for things he'd done and he was even better, explaining some of his history, some of his pain that led him to be the way that he was. That's the language that comes through people in spirit. It's not just the, I'm sorry, I hurt you. Mm -hmm. It's the, let me tell you what you didn't know then. So you can understand what led me to that place, what I was doing to try to keep my head above water. And she said to me, said that's the first time I've let him talk and I think you've opened the door to some real healing I feel like I can start to process this now huge because of that communication because he was able to describe this is what happened to me this is what I went through this is how it manifested in my relationship with you it wasn't you it was me all of that is so powerful for oh people my gosh to hear. oh yeah yeah I I get that often I get that often in my work where, you know, somebody's coming through in spirit that needs to acknowledge the pain that they left behind, the abuse, however it yes. might have looked. And and, yes. and 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 so often um in my my symbol how it however it came to be, my symbol, I see this, I see what look like stair steps. And mm. um and that's my symbol for generational 
patterns. And, oh, and so I, I, that's their way of getting me to talk about their experience and how they grew up. It's how they learned to love. It's how they learned to express. Not that there's, and, and here's another thing. So often they, they want to say this, I'm not making any excuses because there are no excuse for oh, abuse. There's yes. no excuse. Yes, um, but this is this is how I learned. And I say, do you understand this? Have you heard about this in the family? And they're like, yeah, actually. And but now hearing this from him makes so much more sense. Yes, yes. And that's the beautiful part that you just hit on. It's not that they're coming through to make excuses mm -mm. and to absolve themselves of responsibility. They're providing information for greater understanding of how we're all just trying to get through with the tools and resources that we have or that have been denied to us. Totally, totally. And that had been denied to them that because they just yes. they just didn't have, they were not capable, whether the doctors yes. that they didn't have access to or just in their own, caught up in their own pain. And, and here's another thing, what I love so much is after this, in this conversation at the end, so often, They'll say, I feel this burst of pride. I feel this burst of pride within the spirit. And they're pointing at the person sitting in front of me because, because the family pattern that had gone through the, through the levels, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-greats, you know, all the way down the list, they're pointing out at the person in front of me and they need to acknowledge it stops with you. For the first time, yes. it stops with you. Addiction has been cut from the family line. Abuse has been cut from the family line. Yeah. And our family can now move forward in a in, in such strength and love and healing and light and, yes. and growth. And yeah. Yeah, that's one of the most beautiful things because spirit will often come through when there has been pain and trauma. And then I'll talk about just that to say the work you, the person here, you're mm -hmm. doing here on earth is healing the entire ancestral line. You it's are true. healing oh, me yes. as you heal yourself. Oh, I'm getting chills. Me too. It's just, and it's funny that you talked about the stair steps because I get it like an image of a line of paper dolls extending behind them, like going all the way back. Yes. So however it comes through, I love how things come through differently for us. Yeah. But that idea of you are doing the work for all of us and the gratitude that comes through yes. for, you know, it's not your fault that you had to do this work, but you're doing it for all of us. And we're so grateful because yes. we are evolving more quickly because of the work you're doing and the pain you've taken on. It's the so best huge. Part. <laughs> it is so huge. I'm sitting here, one giant goosebump. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I just had this conversation again the other day in a reading, um, and 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 talking about this work, and I love how how our sitters can really like it. It's like they're this they breathe this this sigh of, oh, okay, now I understand it. And then some of them can be silly, and they're like, okay. I, I I accept that. I own that. Thank you for that acknowledgement. This has been hell, but why me? Like, wh why am I taking on all of this family drama and toxicity? Why? <laughs> and, yes. and it's so, it is so beautiful to have that recognition 
and and to be able to point out as spirit points out listen the work you're doing you are you are eliminating karma from this family lineage going back yeah. and forward in into perpetuity and and it is a lot of work and i honor that work i respect that work because it's hard Whew. it is hard and you know it really you mentioned forward as well and that really is true because i know we've both encountered so many people where if they've been traumatized they're afraid of passing that on so they tend to shut themselves off from children from loved ones from friends and to recognize that they are in the process of healing it and that they are taking this on and healing that ancestral lineage can give that confidence that no, I don't have to carry this forward. This doesn't have to be my legacy. It can stop here. Yes. And, and, and it's an old story now. It's an old story that we can let go of with, with grace. Yes. Yes. And to recognize that it's so much bigger than just you. It's not about your experience. So that's obviously extremely relevant. And that's what the individual needs to work through. But when you realize it's a broader picture and it's a longer line and it's and there's so much more there than just us running around trying to get through life. Yeah. It's just comforting to know that it's bigger mm -hmm. and that the work you're doing is valuable. Mm. I think I think a mediumship session can be and a soul session can be as healing as several years of traditional therapy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh my God. I'm a mean... therapist in any way. That work is amazing and powerful and necessary. Oh. But mm -hmm. the understanding that can come through is so intense. It's, it's uh, uh, times infinity. I mean, times it is just I've had so many people after a session, especially a session with where with regard to trauma and abuse and and that kind of pain that's been left behind. I've had so many people say, so do you take insurance? Because this has been more valuable <laughs> than the last 10 years of therapy. And I am a huge proponent of therapy. I've been going to therapists for decades and I still will. Right. Sure. We, we are an. An, an ongoing process and that proverbial onion that is just layer after layer after layer. And it's true. Having this experience of sitting with a medium who knows nothing of you or your life or your family or anything. When we're bringing through this information from spirit that is touching them and hitting them in ways that is painful, that is painful for them in that moment, reliving that pain but they're yeah. willing to sit there open and receptive and raw to hear this and then be like, okay, yeah. you know what? I get it. it. It wasn't all, although I thought it was all about me. I thought I was the one that made them unhappy. I thought I was the one that kept screwing up. I thought I was the one, you know, no. And, and yes, through, and oh, through, almost oh. like family therapy with someone who isn't here to go to the therapist anymore. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. <laughs> and even when it's not, when it hasn't been traumatic, just, you know, when you just miss your loved one, just knowing that they are there with you. Mm. Uh, one of the most profound readings that I had, and I talk about this one all the time to people because, you know, traditional mediumship has been prove that they're here. You've got the red necklace in the brown box in the third drawer. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How did you know they must still be here? 
that's great. There's a place for that. We need that information. Yep. But that connection of, you know, I was in a reading with someone, it was a class setting and I was getting a reading from a woman and she said to me, I've got your mother here and she wants to give you a hug. And the reaction at the time from the teacher was, that's not evidence. You can't validate that. Of course, she wants to give her a hug. What is that telling her about her loved one actually being here? You could make that up. Meanwhile, I'm already crying. And what she did know is that morning, I was struggling with some things in my life. I was missing my mom. I was getting ready in my bathroom, just doing your normal bathroom stuff, fixing my hair and all. And I'm looking in the mirror, thinking about my mother and I'm tearing up in the bathroom and saying, mom, I know you're here with me. I just wish I could give you a hug. That's it. Makes me tear up even to think of it now. Seriously, I'm about ready to bust a cry. She had to say to me, I know. All she had to say to me that same day, your mother is here. She wants to give you a hug. Done. Reading that over. Was, that's all I needed that was to hear. Everything. That was everything. And that's why we just we can't judge what is good evidence. Good evidence might be she's here to hug you. Good evidence might be. The coins are under the bed in the third bedroom behind the box and nobody's found them. Who knows what your evidence is? You yeah. need to know. Yeah. know. Yeah. But we cannot judge the sitter's quality of evidence. We have mm-hmm. to trust that spirit is bringing forth what needs to be heard and that the sitter will hear it. Now, I used to judge myself a lot about, I don't know what this story is. I need to know what's going on. I need to know that this is right. I need that validation. I realized it's not my story. I don't need to know. I don't need to understand it. It's here mm-hmm. for them. It's here for the sitter. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's true. You know, as a, a fledgling medium, when you are learning to trust, you know, and we learn to trust by by surrendering and and just be like okay i guess i gotta say whatever i gotta say no matter how scary it is to say it (laughs) because because we are judging we are judging what we're getting we're we're confused is it my brain is it them is it you know and 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 through all that development and practice is where we learn where we learn what it feels like within we know what it feels like when we're getting it directly from spirit and and it, it yeah it's yeah, that trust is huge. And that's, that is the biggest learning curve oh. for budding mediums is trusting what you're actually getting and saying it. I remember one of my scariest moments when I was a baby medium years ago, learning to give readings. And I'm talking to this woman, I've got her father, and I know that he left work in the morning with his brown briefcase, and I've got his morning routine. And I'm saying, all of a sudden, I get this feeling of, you have to say this. I'm thinking, I'm not saying that to her. That's ridiculous. I think I'm being flipped by making it up. And the phrase that pops out of my mouth is, don't drop the baby as he's walking out the door. Like, I cannot believe I just said that in the middle of a reading to somebody who's grieving. She immediately starts crying and she said, you won't believe this. My father was an obstetrician. That's what he said to my mother every time he left. My mother said to him every time he left the house, going off to deliver babies, she would leave. As he left, she would say, don't drop the babies. Oh, I mean, and I'm thinking, 
okay, I'm talking about this poor woman's father who passed away. And I'm going to say, don't drop the baby. Seriously. Again, trust, surrender, just go with it. They know better than we do. It It is so true. You know, there is this intelligence to spirit that we absolutely cannot wrap our human brains around. Yes. I mean, we just, yes. we just can't. And 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 I find that you know I had a I had a reading. This reminds me of a reading I had this week, this last week. I so here I don't I don't I can cuss like a sailor, in normal life. If I'm upset, you know I can totally cuss like a sailor. I'm totally fine. I don't have any judgment about it whatsoever. I do not cuss in readings, on my right. show. I mean, and and if I do, then there there's an absolute there's there's meaning. There's a reason. You know what I mean? That it's it's probably yes. the only word that captivates the strength and the energy necessary to convey whatever it is I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, but here's the thing. In this reading I had last week, I had this man coming through and and the first thing I hear, I knew it was her brother. I knew that that he, they had a tumultuous relationship. I knew that there was a separation, you know, through life between them. And and the first thing I heard in my head was that, you know, tell her that I was an asshole. And I was like, I, 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 I don't know. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm going to say this. <laughs> but here's the thing. It landed where it was supposed to, where he needed it to. And she knew, she, she knew immediately. Like there was, that was the only way to get, I mean, she was like, I, there was no other question. They had had a, you know, separation through life because he was, he struggled. He was struggled emotionally and mentally. He struggled with addiction. Yeah. He struggled. And, and one of the very, maybe it was the very last phone call between the two of them. He said, I've been an asshole. And she's like, yes, you have. And during this call, they became friends. And that's what he wanted to say that, that in that they he left life and they became friends at the very end. And it was everything. It was everything. That's perfect. I, I love that. <laughs> it's like. I don't want to say that, but I, I got to say that. <laughs> so. Yeah, spirit is definitely much smarter than we are. It was funny because for years, as I was getting readings from friends and in classes, fellow mediums, they would always ask me, do you have a brother? Do you have a brother? Do you have a brother? And they'd typically be talking to my father who passed away when I was very young. Do you have a brother? No. He says, you have a brother? No. He says that he had two kids. No, don't have a brother. I was an only child. He's already gone. On and on and on and on. I get an email out of the blue from my brother. My father had a child with when he was very, very young. The baby was given up for adoption. I have a brother. Oh, Found me. DNA testing and the whole thing. I had to go back to multiple mediums and say, I'm so sorry. He was trying to tell me all this time. I knew. I mean, the minute I got the email and he said, can, will you do DNA, DNA testing? And I thought, I don't need it, but yes, I will. And I did it and we tested. I knew immediately. It's like, he's been saying it for five years. Oh, you've got a brother. No, you've real. got a brother. No. Yeah. Spirit knows better than we do. Totally. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you said that because so you guys, listeners, viewers, this is how important it is 
to give your medium validation. (laughs) When something comes up that we have said that you didn't understand, I mean, it's just, it's so, so helpful for us. And absolutely, I mean, it's, it's, and you know what? And quite frankly, it's one of my favorite experiences doing this work is when we get an email two weeks later or even six months later, you know, oh my God, this is what you said. And it just like, I was just talking to my cousin and this is what she said and this is who it was. And yeah, it's like, yes. Oh, mm -hmm. that's the best because then, and that's really, really powerful validation as well, because the sitter didn't even know about it. It hadn't happened yet and it was coming and then they find out about it later. So they know for sure you didn't pick that up from them. Yeah. You had to have picked that up from somebody else who wanted you to know. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the they'll, spirit will do what they need to do to get the message across. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's so remarkable, the work that they do, the efforts that they make to connect to their loved ones, to give messages, to give information. I just love that they're still there caring about us making that effort. Yeah. You know, I, I say that all the time too. They want to talk to us as much as we want to talk to them. You know, <laughs> and, and they're always, they're always pinging us with, with some sort of, you know, energy as whether it's a, you know, a coin or a feather or a, a bird or a, um, yes. a song that we hear, uh, we change the station and here comes a song that just suddenly reminds us of so-and-so. And, and it, yeah, it's, the power yeah, people, of spirit is just, wow. It is. You know, with signs and things, people always ask, how do I know this sign is really from them? And I've always told clients, even if that first sign that you thought you recognized wasn't from them, and it very well may have been, as soon as they know you recognize it as a sign, they will continue to use it. So if you saw a license plate that resonated with you, they're going to know you're paying attention to license plates. I can use that. I can draw your attention to that. Or I saw a penny on the ground. How do I know that's them? Well, it will be now because you're thinking it's from them and they're going to come through and let you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just the number of people in spirit who have come through and said, I'm sending you signs and you're getting them and you're discounting them, wondering if you're making it up. I'm working really hard to give you signs here. Please accept them and stop doubting it. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to connect with us all the time. Yeah, you know, it's just so human to be doubtful, you know, and 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 we we think that we're it's wishful thinking. And yeah. you know, when we're at grief, you know, here's the thing. This this life that we are here partaking in is hard. I mean, there's just no two ways around it. It is hard. And I think that grief is probably, probably the most difficult experience Mm -hmm. that, that we are here with. And, and I, in that grief, you know, we don't grieve the same. There's no, there's no handbook. There's no manual how to, there's no, you know, there's the uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Is she the one that did the five steps of, you know, anger, denial? Um, um, yes. Uh, okay. So, you know, but they don't, it's, it doesn't happen. Number one, number two, number three, number four. No, we bounce <laughs> in and out of all of them, you know, in every, in, in any given 10 minutes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
So, so true. We really have to just shower grace on ourselves and, and, and just allow ourselves to get through it and, 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 and be with it and feel it, but not get stuck in it. And, and, you know, I get this question a lot too, Karen, like, in fact, I did just this morning, I received an email, you know, my father passed 18 months ago. My mom passed two weeks ago. How much time should I wait to know that I could get my mother too? Oh, you know, I hate that that has been told people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that used to be the prevailing wisdom. You have to wait six months before they can come through, or you have to wait six months between readings. Granted, you don't want somebody not moving through their grieving process by relying on, you know, weekly conversations with their loved ones and just mm -hmm. keeping that. But I don't believe in the six month thing. I've had people come oh. through when they crossed over same day or the prior day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had people who have gone for 20 years who never show up. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason and no rule. You know, they're not over there in customs. Okay. Well, as of <laughs> May 1, 2024, you will be entitled to communicate. Nope. No, no, no spirit custom. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, that's, that's, it, it is a tough one. You know, I, you, you I don't, it, I don't believe in that either the six month rule or the three month rule, you know, I mean, some, some of them, like you said, I, it's been next day or, or just the last, just a week, the weekend before I'm talking to them here, this, you know, the, here, this person showing up strong as anybody who's been there for decades. Right. I mean, I think again, it goes back to that intelligence of spirit. You know, there's that intelligence that is that they, they know what needs to come through in the order that they, that it comes through. And Right. And if, if, you know, said person who just passed last weekend doesn't come through, there's, there's a pretty good reason that we just don't know yet. You know, we right. might still be in the throes of grief where we just, um, aren't, aren't we, we might not realize that we're not ready, you know, there that maybe, right. maybe grandma has to come through and just kind of like open that door and, and communicate a few things first to soften the heart to, um, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just like, there's so many, so many reasons. So I off, I always say, you know, please be open and receptive because we just don't know. Yeah. Well, and often they're coming through with joy too, joy and laughter, and they want that more lifted energy. I think the yeah. hardest things for us to accept as humans is that they are completely fine. Yeah. They're not missing us in the same way because they are with us. Yep they're not missing time with us because they're with us anytime they want to be more than they, they were are... when they were here. <laughs> exactly. And they've said that as well, where they'll come through and say, this is actually in some ways better because I can be more a part of your life than I could when I was living on earth. Totally. And, you know, I want the happiness and the joy and the uplifting. Sometimes it is really most of the time, very challenging for somebody who's just suffered a loss to be ready to feel the joy and the happiness and the peace and the calm. They might want to know that they're okay, but they're not ready to feel joyful about that relationship when they're in the middle of deep pain. It's true. It's so true. And I've experienced this personally where after losing somebody, the thought of allowing joy scared me. 
the thought of allowing peace and happiness scared me because in my mind, that was me moving farther away from them. It was me moving on without them. Yes. It was me yes. like, like, how can I be happy without this person? And, and, and suddenly I recognized that I was identifying with my pain, that that was my connection with them. And, and no, no, that's not what they want from us. You know? Oh, that's such a good point. Jeffrey. And, and, really and it, yeah. And it, and it's, and it, and it happens. We don't realize that consciously. It's not a, I'm going to sit with this sadness and this grief and this, this, this horrible horrible way inside but we start to identify with it as our connection and and that that if we did allow joy in then we're moving away from them and that relationship and our experience and and but no getting over yes oh that's so important i'm glad you said that and i'm going to steal that piece of information and remind people of it because it really is true that Mm -hmm. that joy and the moving forward in your life it means so much to them as well. You know, they, they want to see us joyful. They have such a much better understanding of existence than we do. Mm. They're not up oh. thinking, wait a minute, what do you mean you're looking at that other person? Have you forgotten me already? They're just happy that we're, we've got things to do. We've got life to live. They don't want to take that from us. Totally. You know, and, and, and I had one man um, ask me a while back, you know, well, how do, how do I honor him? How do I honor him? You know, I just said, you know what? You live, you live, you continue to live and include him, include him every day. Keep an open-ended conversation at the holidays, set a table for him, set a seat for him, you know, but that's how we honor them. We move, we move on, we move on and we, we, we live. That's it. That's what they want for us. I had one reading recently with a woman who had lost her spouse and he was showing me that he's, they were supposed to go on trips together and they didn't get to do those trips together. But he was showing me that he's packed, he's waiting, he's ready to go. She needs to go because that's the only way he's going to get to go experience those trips is vicariously by being with her. And he really wanted her to go so that they could still go together. And she of course is thinking, I don't want to go by myself. And he's thinking, I can't go without you. You need to go. I'll be there. We're going to do it together. Yes. I love that. I totally love that because this same man who asked me how he's going to live without his partner, before having this conversation, his partner in spirit was was telling me, you know, he was saying, go on that trip, go on that cruise. He wants you to go on that trip with the friends. And he said, oh my gosh. He goes, you know, I was just on the phone with the friends we were planning this cruise and he said, I was questioning if I even wanted to go. And I said, well, this is your validation that he's saying you absolutely need to be there because he's going to be there with you and he wants to go too. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. It happens all the time. Yeah. And I just, I love the approach that we're talking about with this because in the past, I think mediumship has often been used, and sometimes it's still used in a lot of circles as, you know, you come to me, you pay me, I will have an experience with your loved one, I'll tell you about it, and then thanks for coming. It's so important to me and my work that the experience be one that the 
sitter, my client is having with their loved one. This experience isn't here for me. Mm -mm. I'm not having a conversation with them and then telling you this is what they said, like a game of telephone. I want my sitter to feel them there. I want them to feel that they are in an experience with that person, that they are sharing the communication. That person is not, they're not hanging out with me. They came in with you. They're with you. Yeah having the experience with you. All I'm doing is translating the information and validating what you think you're hearing or feeling so that you know that they're there. It's just, you know, I, I hate that aspect of it, any aspect in religion, in business, in mediumship, that idea of you have to go through me to get what you want. I have the power. I'm the one that can bring it to you. Mm-hmm. You have to go through me. Uh uh-uh, no, I am only able to make this connection because you're sitting here connecting with your loved one. Mm-hmm. And thank you for letting me share your experience totally. rather than watch me have one. I, and, and you know what? I was just going to say that, that I feel like I'm the lucky one. I get to experience your love. I get to experience their love. And after it's all said and done, I feel like I got to know this new amazing family in a yes. way that like I can see all of them in my head, in my mind's eye. And it's like, yes. yeah, it's the, I'm just I'm just I'm just here. Part of it, you know, I'm, I get to yeah. sit here and witness. <laughs> I'm always being you know, thank them afterwards. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for sharing with me. Thank mm-hmm. you for letting me be part of that. Thank you for letting me feel your love flowing through me to feel that mm-hmm. energy to be in the room when that love is going to their person to just be allowed to be a part of that and to feel that. I mean, I end up just on a high the rest of the day of almost this beautiful love, all this emotion, all the gratitude, all the joy, all of the acknowledgement, all of the validation, all of the apologies to be privy to that, to have the ability to, share the deepest moments of people's connections. I mean, what a blessing, yeah. what a privilege. You get to partake in miracle after miracle after miracle. Yeah. And I love when they, they get, they start to talk about their own miracles where they recognized. So that penny was from him. <laughs> yes. you know and 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 i love it when in spirit they 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 talk about that penny or they talk about that feather or that that eagle or whatever whatever it is that they they got their attention with and they're talking about it and you know we bring it up and the sitter's eyes get big they're like and i'm like yeah he's saying that was me that was me that was me and they're like it's that validation is yeah they realize they don't need us to connect with their loved one. They don't need us to feel their loved one. They can feel them all day, every day. You know, they yeah. just open up and just allow them. Yeah, I think that's one of the best after effects of a mediumship reading is that it really has validated that connection so that it opens the sitter up to feeling it more on their own. Yeah. It's always nice. I mean, I've had gosh, probably over a thousand readings in 10 years of working in this area, mm-hmm. in classes and friends and everything else. I still love to get a reading and just get that reminder that, yeah, what I was thinking was true or that moment of, 
know, I saw you this morning making lunch for my granddaughter, or, you know, I was with you when you went to that movie last week. Just that validation of, okay, I'm not making it up. They really are participating in our lives. That's the tune-up, really. It's not that they're not there. It's just the validation that you're you're feeling something real. <laughs> they're there with you, <laughs> always. So real. It's so real. Um, oh, okay, so you know what? You just said something that sparks my next uh, tangent. But you <laughs> talked about, you know, when you get a reading. So um, you guys, I just had a reading with Karen last week. Um, you know, Therapists have therapists, doctors have doctors, <laughs> psychics have psychics. <laughs> you know, uh, for 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 years, I would I would always, and it's always been right around October. For some reason, that's just my thing. But in October, I would always have tune-ups, whether it's with my good astrologer friend or good psychic friend. And then I I discovered you, rediscovered you when you were with Cheryl and Kelly on yes. On their radio show. Being oh, they're I always get the words mixed up. Living transformed. Um I'm yes. so sorry, Cheryl. <laughs> um, <laughs> <in> trouble <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I yeah, rediscovering you. I knew that I had you on my list to talk with you. And I just signed up for that soul reading with you. And I just want to talk about that for a minute because I just want everybody to know that soul readings, soul assessments, soul appraisals, um, they're really, really beautiful to experience because regardless of where we are on our journey, on our path, you know, not everybody's meant to be in the chairs that Karen and I are sitting in, where we are, this is our work, we are on podcasts and YouTube shows and live streams, you know, not everybody's meant to do this work. It doesn't matter where you are in life. The soul reading, the soul appraisal is so helpful to help you understand where you are in your journey and, and where, yeah. you know, we all get to places where we feel like we're on plateaus or we feel lost. We can't see the forest through the trees. We, 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 we feel this, but we're not experiencing that, you know, and we're confused. So this reading I yeah. had with you, Karen, was so helpful last week. It's these readings can be so filled with validation where, you know, we have these, the senses within ourselves, but we start to get to a place where we might doubt or we might be afraid. We just might be afraid to move forward because it's scary, you know? Um, yeah. um, and, and so I just wanted to every, I wanted to talk about this with everybody because, um, my experience was so helpful and it like set me back in uh my compass back in in it realigned my compass is what i want to say uh, i love so, that yeah talk a little bit about the soul readings so the soul reading is it can be information from your own soul wanting you to know where you are in your path and how to stay on your path it can be from guides, helpers, sometimes as what happened in your reading, a loved one in spirit will jump in and have something to say. 
Um, but mediumship is a little more focused on connecting with the loved ones and spirits. Soul readings are a little more focused on what is the guidance that is meant from you, for you, for your, your helpers, your soul, your spirit guides, however you define them. And so it really, you know, they don't come through and tell you, you ought to be doing this and you shouldn't have done that. No, your own soul doesn't tell you that. Mm -mm. But it gives you validation that you are on your path, how you might streamline that process, what might be available to you. I always remind people we've got free will. We do what we want to do. The reading that you get is going to be completely different six months from now because you've made some choices and you've taken some steps and you've gone in a direction. So it is good, as you said, to get that tune up, I mm -hmm. think, because mm -hmm. it's new information, it's validating information, tells you where it was right to let something go, where you might be holding yourself back. Sometimes I know I've wondered, I'm sure you have as well. We have those moments of, is this not for me or am I just afraid? Is this something I should be doing or am I not paying attention to the signs? And yes. so that kind of soul reading can give you that guidance of, no, you should have left that behind. That was not for you. Or you're holding yourself back and you should be moving forward in this area because you're just acting out of fear. You're not trusting yourself. This really is for you. Yep. And I think that can be really useful information. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. And it's coming out of that, that feeling of empowerment is is everything. You know, it's like you felt it in yourself. And I hear this from my own soul assessments, my own soul readings, you know, you, 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 they, they, they feel it in themselves, but it's, it's, it's easy to doubt and second guess. Yes. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's real or I don't know if I'm making it up or, or, or maybe, maybe it's a, a it's a real deep passion that somebody has been that, that just really lights them up from the inside. Yes. But, but they're either too shy or, yes. you know, just afraid to open their mouth, afraid of judgment, you know, and, and to recognize that all of that is, is all just in here. <laughs> yes. And, and, and yeah. Because that... our brain is just, our brain is so good at throwing up roadblocks because oh. it's trying to keep safe. You feel a flutter of fear and your brain says, okay, well, we're afraid of that. So we're not going to pursue it. We're going to leave it alone. Yep. And, you know, your soul is back there saying, no, 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 brain needs to go take a nap for a little while yeah. because mm -hmm. you're holding us back. Yeah. Oh, completely. And it's, yeah. you know, sometimes it's just enough to receive permission, you know, just to hear, yeah. hear that, that yeah. this stranger on the screen in front of you, who's now become a friend after an hour has just given you permission to be who you were meant to be. And that's sometimes that's all it takes. And mirroring back for you that your soul is giving you that permission and your guides are giving you that That's permission it. and that they're supporting you. You're not winging it on your own. You do have that support within you. Completely. And that's a great reminder. It's mm -hmm. hard to walk through life on your own. It's hard to feel like nothing's really within your control, especially everything that's happened since the pandemic, everything going on in the world. We feel more out of control than ever. So when we have mm -hmm. those moments of, you know, it's okay, you're in good hands, you are protected, you are guided, you are heading down the right path. I mean, that's, there's just no way to quantify the benefit of that knowledge. Truth. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Karen. Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for being here. This has just been, I mean, it, it's been almost an hour and, and it feels like we've been talking for all of maybe 11 minutes. <laughs> it does. I love talking with you. I absolutely yes. love topics we're covering. This has been so much fun. It has been so much fun. I, 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 I want to invite you to a live stream. I'd love to have you on the live streams where we interact with everybody. And, and, um, but before we go there, tell everybody where they can find you, what you have coming up, what you have with your classes and all that good stuff. Sounds good. I can be found at karengabler.com. See my name in the corner of the screen there. It's just karengabler.com. That's my website. You can locate me there. My next event is a reading session this Sunday for Soul Journey Sundays. This is a group that puts on monthly reading sessions where every participant gets at least two readings from two different mediums over the course of a two-hour series. And that website is souljourneysundays.com. So I'll be appearing there on Sunday and there are, I think, just a couple of tickets still available if anybody wants to participate, but you can also sign up to receive the invitations and there'll be another one each month. So that's a great way to find me as well. And then I have another book coming out shortly, just starting Ooh. to work on the 13th one and that will be coming out in another couple of months. So I'm excited about that. Lots of things going on. Is it another collection? Or is it your it's own? Another collection. Oh, another collection. This okay. is another collection. Yes, I've had a really good time working with a wonderful group of authors to put out collections of these short stories. And it's just, it's been a beautiful way to get information out quickly while I'm working on the longer independent book. That just rang a bell with me. Um, were you in, oh my gosh, you know, I've, Allison Gannett, and Allison Gannon? No. Allison um, is a good friend and fellow medium. I was not in her collaborative book, but she okay. did put out a beautiful book. Yes, she did. Beautiful. She totally Many did. Many of mm -hmm. her fellow mediums are in that as well. Mm -hmm. It's I I love these books, the chapter books. It's just great to hear from different voices and you'll find that one or more or all of the stories resonate with you. So That's I just love bits of information that's exactly what i was just going to say the stories are so touching you know yeah. whether 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 we have that resonation or experience that we can take from our own life or not i mean they are so so touching um how do they just, find guess, these books we're not alone how yeah, did yeah. i find them oh. where, where do you find you know them? i found this publisher actually i think i met her through the celebrate your life conferences oh yeah mm -hmm. Those are beautiful conferences as well. Yes. Lots of personal development topics, spiritual topics. Yep. And um, I know the publisher that I work with also has a relationship with them and has done some workshops for them. And that's where I first got connected. Beautiful. And they can get these on Amazon? Yes, they are all on Amazon. They are Amazon bestsellers. Ooh. So what is the, yeah. what is the title that they search for? There's a variety of them. There's 12 books. One is called Inspirations. One is called Manifestation. One is called Awaken Your Magic. I mean, there's so many okay. of them. Okay. So I imagine if we- On my website. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. Okay. So your website. All right. That's awesome. 
Um, all right, Karen. So one last um, like words of wisdom for everybody as we part. The holidays are coming up. This is we're rolling into here comes the frenetic chaos of shopping and parties and and yes. um and and grieving those we've lost this year or last year or whomever, you know, however many years ago. What yeah. what would you like to say about this coming up? You know, I think one thing I'd really like to say to people is just to recognize, you know, we always, especially as we come to the new year, we have resolutions and I'm going to meditate every day for an hour and I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat healthy. And we put all of these burdens on ourselves, taking even five minutes to sit quietly, to soak in a bathtub, to think, to meditate if you're available for that, to listen to a beautiful piece of music, to draw a picture with a child, to walk outside and spend some time in nature. I think we end up not taking care of ourselves, especially during the busy holiday season, because it seems overwhelming. I don't have time to add in self-care. And we forget that just five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, will reset our energy in a way that will make the entire period seem so much easier for us. So I think my biggest advice in the moment would be don't set yourself up for failure by expecting it to be a dramatic life shift. Give yourself those few moments of quiet, those few moments of nature, those few moments of joy or laughter or love, and it will fill you up. And it really is that simple. Just Put a timer on your watch or on your phone, five minutes each day to just check in and breathe and be peaceful. It will make such a difference in this season and beyond for you. Truth. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It's really been a joy to be here. I love talking about any topic spiritually related mm -hmm. and always a pleasure to see you. Mm -hmm. Totally. Thank you, my dear. Thank All you. right, you guys, you've been listening or watching to something super spiritual again. I'm your host, Jeffrey Peck, and we'll be seeing each other again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to the something super spiritual podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.